Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Greetings and peace and blessings upon you, brothers. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, today we're going to be talking about our desires and sins, you know, like how we could be taken from ourselves and we don't even realize. Yeah, certain things that people may desire that could be a sin. And also like how, like why, why is it a sin? You know, how it takes you away from the path of Allah, how it takes you away from the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even if certain things aren't like strictly prescribed in the Quran saying, oh, this is a sin. You know, there are there are tafsir and there are um, consensus from the uh, scholars and the hadith that the hadith. tell you that this could be, this is haram. And people like to ignore it. People like to say, oh, it doesn't say this and this and that. And, you know, people don't want to do as much research as they can. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he gave you these resources to seek knowledge with. And that th that's what this episode is talking about. So, who wants to start us off? Well, okay. First, we have to understand what a sin is in Islam and why it is a sin. Why? It's because it harms us. It, does, it doesn't do good for us. It hurts our Iman. You know, the, the five pillars and, you know, the six pillars of Iman, like a sin, it hurts that. Yeah. Even if you don't see it, it does in some way. And you can explain, you, like you can find an explanation for it. Like for alcohol, like being intoxicated, when alcohol was first forbidden, it was forbidden from the prayer. The Rasul alayhi salatu wasalam, he forbid it from the Sahaba, from the prayer. Like you can't go to- It even says in the Quran. Yeah, you can't go to the prayer intoxicated. Why? Because like it literally, like it makes your prayer nullified. Now it's forbidden altogether. Why? Because it's intoxicating. You see how many problems alcohol causes? Yeah, because mankind, they like, they're heedless. You know, the the sheikh in the khutbah that I, uh, that I went to on Friday, he said, he spoke of men being heedless. Now see, he was speaking, his like overall topic was speaking about like, you know, the, the virtues of Jummah, right? But when he brought up heedless, he was saying us as mankind. Like he was speaking to the dudes in the room too. Because he was like, oh, the people who sit, who sit in the back, you know, they're heedless because they don't want to come to the front. You know, the reward of being in the front and being early to Jumar and that type of stuff. And I was like, see, the word heedless here is like, it takes on the same type of meaning because- Like ignorant. Yeah, like men, men, mankind, they're you're ignorant, ignorant of what they don't you're understand. doing to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like alcohol, you know, it wasn't fully, it wasn't always forbidden. Like you said, it was only forbidden uh, when you needed to pray. But see, like mankind, they stopped, you know, taking alcohol as something, oh yeah, you could take in small increments and you, you know, you wouldn't have to get intoxicated. But then they took it as something that, you know, they could see uh, themselves getting intoxicated in. You know, it, it led to, you know, wives getting beaten. It led to them not understanding, uh, like, the state that just, they're in. Just, just look at today's society. Go to any bar and see how many fights there is every single night. I mean, just just yeah, imagine if the, if people, like, society didn't take alcohol the way they do now. Imagine how many non-broken homes there would still be. Imagine mm -hmm. how many non-single mothers there would be. Imagine mm -hmm. how many families would still be put together. Imagine how many kids wouldn't have to suffer this. And then they grow up to be alcoholics. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying, you know, just because you grew up in an alcoholic house that you're going to become an alcoholic yourself. Like, no. Look, in my junior year of high school, I read this book called The Jungle. It was about like uh, an immigrant and his family coming to the to America for the first time in the early 1900s. So, you know, the time that time, you know, money wasn't very like for especially for immigrants. There wasn't a lot of money to go around. Like, you know, 15 cents could buy you a full meal. Mm -hmm. So this dude, he went through so much. You know, he lost he lost a child. He went through so much hardship. You know, he kept going from job to job. And these these were all stories compiled from a whole bunch of immigrants into one like into one story, right? Based on one like in one family. So the stories were true, but all the stuff that happened didn't happen uh, like how it happened in the story, right? But the lesson still is the same. This dude, all this hardship he went to, and look what he turned to. He turned to alcohol. He would get money for the day to be able to feed his family, and he wouldn't go feed his family. He'd go to the bar and get drunk so that he could like forget all, everything that just happened. He'd go. Um, and then he'd go back to work the next day, do the same thing, go to the bar all night. 
And he wouldn't go see his family. He wouldn't go take care of his family or anything like that. And if he did, he'd go like, and it made me think about like, how, how does that reflect on today and how like the times before us, you know, how alcohol has changed mankind, not just like men and, and women or whatever, but how it changed like a man who's trying to start a family. Mm-hmm. You know, a man who who may beat his wife or who may be uh, abusive to his children. You know, a lot of people who say they come from abusive families, you know, they might have an alcoholic as a parent. Yeah. And what can you do that's, about that? That's dangerous. Or, yeah, exactly. One common term I hear is, you know, a lot of people, when they go around alcoholics, they say they love this person when they're sober. But then whenever they're drunk, they don't ever want anything to do yeah, with this see, person. And this is just one of the examples of why Islam forbids alcohol. You can see, you can see like why it's a sin because it harms you and going back to the point of men being heedless men knows the consequences of alcohol, alcohol but yet they still go they still they go spend their it, money you know, they spend their adornments we're, we're human beings right we're going to fall into these types of things mm-hmm. right but we we need to we need to know and understand why it is a sin and that it, it is a sin along with many other things that you may desire or you know try to overlook you know that's it, a lesson for everybody right but see, even as Muslims, you know, there are there are Muslims out there who have fallen into that sin of uh, drinking alcohol. But look, alcohol is a major sin. It's not just a regular sin. You know, not, it's not a sin yes. of like, you know, you uncovering your outer or something like that. It's a hierarchy. Yeah, this is, yeah, There there's a grade scale based on sin. The hierarchy is if it's detrimental to, ima- to your yeah. iman. Yeah. Like, so, shirk is the most major of sin because why? It's detrimental to your iman. It destroys so, it, completely destroys it. Yeah, because it. you don't, there's, what iman do you have? <laughs> yeah, you shirk, shirk, right? yeah, yes. Now see, when, when you're drunk, look, when you're drunk, and you know the time to pray uh, for prayer has come. How do you go pray? How do you tell Allah like you're here and you're having a conversation with Him when you're drunk? You know, when a, if a drunk person has a conversation with me, I know they're not. They're probably not even gonna remember yeah. what they tell me. Like if, even when like when we're in Sudan and you see someone chat about Khamla and like he's coming, he's walking all sluggish, but he just looks like a, he looks like an idiot. He looks like a target. You could get robbed. You can do have, anything can happen to you when you're drunk. There's literally you're literally like a non-functioning human being when you're drunk. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be hearing all these stories about people getting blacked out and all this. And yeah, like, and ending up in like, an alleyway. Happened to, happen to you, dude. Like, <laughs> that's like, nothing to brag about. Like, what are you talking about? See, it's, like, it's one thing I know about mankind. Ad, like, a mankind will always go towards the apple tree, or no just, matter what. Just they're imagine. always going to go to the apple tree. Why? Because they're heedless. What you said, they're yeah. ignorant. Like, even you said mankind knows the consequences of alcohol, but yet, it's, it's a billion dollar industry, a million dollar industry, but whatever. Look, how, who knows how much money they make? Look, listen. Just uh, just imagine for the viewers in the U.S., imagine how many people would still be alive today if there was no drinking and driving. If mm. they never would have touched the alcohol, mm. they never would have went behind the wheel. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd still have how many, how how many people here? Yeah, yeah. but also look My at it like, sad. you know, the prohibition was a thing too in the early 1920s, but still they were still having like, like secret clubs and secret uh, uh, nightclubs for drinking alcohol. And, you know, they had code names for alcoholic drinks and all this type of stuff. So it's like alcohol never really left, even if even if they were to prohibit it, you know, it's never really going to leave mm-hmm. because it's so accessible. It's easily accessible no matter what age you are. You know, you see uh, teenagers today who go to like high school parties and stuff like that. They have drinks. How they get the drinks, you know, like. And it's it, so easy for them to get yeah, the drinks. Yeah, exactly. And people like, don't understand. And this that. is not just about alcohol. This is also about other intoxicants as well. Yeah, like the drugs, the drugs that the youth take today. It's so apparent. It's bro. This is like literally. The people are making money off of this. Dude, like they're like, making money off your health and your mind, and you're letting this happen. The way the way they look at you. Like if I'm if I'm not the one who's drinking and smoking, I'm the one doing something wrong. Like mm-hmm. in, yeah. in their eyes, like it's is weird. Yeah, they look at you weird if you say you've never done it or you've never even been yeah. tempted to do it. Like especially living in America, you know what's so apparent. You know. Weed is being legalized all over the place or weed, even if it's not illegal and where, where you live, it's still everywhere. Like you can go in certain areas of your city and you'll probably smell weed just because, you know, that area is so like flooded with it. 
And people will be like, oh yeah, no, weed is good for you. I'm like, you know, I mean, medically people say, yeah, there are some benefits to weed, but weed, just because it may have some benefit doesn't mean it should be taken with like five or six like exactly. different oh. joints or blunts or whatever. <laughs> Look, just like alcohol should be back. taken in like six shots. That's uh, not going to help alcohol you. Alcohol in the Quran. It is, uh, the Quran admits alcohol has some benefits, but why, why is it still haram? Because the bad outweighs the good. Mm -hmm. You know, even no matter what benefits it were to say, if it were to tell you, oh yeah, only drink alcohol in this much, like mankind, do not drink more than this much people alcohol. Would still right? People would still, people will still exceed that they amount. That's why limits, people yeah. get drunk. You know, you're not supposed to get drunk, but people do it anyway because they think it's fun. They think it's cool to, you know, escape their problems. You know, what what is what do they call alcohol in terms of like um like it's like an antidepressant or something like that, or it's a stimulant. It's a stimulant. stimulant. Yeah, it's a okay. stimulant. And, and people like. I don't know how many people would be willing to admit to say that they use it to, you know, run away from their problems or to get rid of something that they're trying to feel. You know, a lot of people say they drink the pono, a pain away, they smoke the pain away. That yeah, type. I hear that, so I like, that a lot with weed. Like, where's the? Well, hold on, people say that with like with a sort of dignity. Where's the dignity in that? Where's the honor in that? Like you have to rely on something else. You can't fight your own battles. There's people out there fighting their own battles, they're fighting battles that are harder than yours, ten times harder than yours. I've seen it with my eyes. And you're gonna sit here and say I have to smoke the pain away. I have to drink the pain away. What type of Over weak what? person are you? A heartbreak from a hot relationship yeah like bro that's and then some people there are people that, that will say oh i have to like this. how do you have fun how do you have fun if you don't drink or smoke are you stupid like, you have to if you have to have um if you have to drink and smoke to have fun you have to reevaluate your circumstances and reevaluate the people you hang around yeah well just like you said what type of dignity do you have to say you rely on something else to you know to solve your problems or to run away from your problems or whatever saying i smoke or drink the pain away like I've even seen Muslims who have admitted online saying, oh, I, I've struggled with this. And I'm like, okay, that's okay, cool. Struggle to say, okay, struggle is okay. No, I'm saying it's cool to say you struggled with it, but don't don't admit it online saying you're still doing it. Because what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he concealed that sin for you. Nobody knew it until yeah, he put it online. Here's, here's the difference between like a real Muslim who's trying to follow the deen and someone who's not. The real Muslim is going to drink alcohol or uh, smoke weed as a struggle, right? Like, let's say they're going, it's a they're struggle struggling with it. Yes, it's, okay, that's fine. They, struggle is okay. Through, and they admit that it's a problem. They admit mm -hmm. it. But someone who's not is gonna is gonna try justify in any way, shape, or form. Oh, you know, I'm just doing it because I'm going through a lot of things right now, or weed is actually good for you, or scientifically proven, or you yeah, know, yada yada yada. Yeah. I'm just having fun or something like that. Yeah, like I've, I've like heard that. that excuse before. Like I'm just having fun. I'm just living my life, and that goes back to the notion of so many people who believe, oh, you only live once. Like, bro, you know, it's, you go, you're in for a rude awakening as a person if you think you only you're only on this earth just this time. If you think that there's nothing coming for you Dude, after death, even going, look, even going at it, like we, we don't even have to go through like the spirituality part or anything. Just even in this life, like the just imagine, imagine a society that that doesn't get intoxicated. How many more people would be living better lives? Imagine how many non-broken families there would be. Imagine how many people would still be alive today. Imagine you know all the people that wouldn't be in jail right now. Doesn't <laughs> it's it, go, it goes through a lot, and you know you see these things. Your family member goes to jail. That hurts you, and that hurts the person that went to jail and their family around them. So that's yeah, well, lie that's crazy, and that that's just that's just the basis, right? Because you know, family values is literally you know one of the most important things. You know, what does Allah say after, in the Quran? You know, right after you know, respect your parents, uh, listen to your parents, right? You know, without them, imagine you know your parents left you or they got taken away because of some drug problem. Yeah, it's like, bro. Even like, well, lie that's crazy, bro. Even now today, bro, people like they even take drinking as like, like a a way to gain status. Like, oh, I can out drink him. I can out drink him. Like. How was that state? It's like status. Like that's not, that's not good. <laughs> like like just because you can endure like alcohol and intoxicants. Like how backwards are you? This is what you do to you know, like this like is, raise your status. It doesn't this make is sense something to me. why I feel like we're so blessed because even in my in times where you know I may have not turned to Allah or thought that like you know Allah was like guiding me, 
I stayed away from stuff like that. So substances like weed and alcohol and drugs or whatever, and other, other sins that, you know, have been normalized in today's world, even in us, like in an environment where it's all, all around me, you know, I've had, I've had friends who do it. I've had friends who encourage me to do it. I've had friends who like tried to push me to do things that I'm, yeah, I know is hot on me. And I like, those aren't friends. And it didn't, and it didn't, uh, what's it called? It didn't influence me to the point, um, enough where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to end up doing it because my friends are doing it. Like, no, I, I always that. had a sense of Iman inside my heart where I was like, you know what? I understand like, I, you know, because I've never, I've never spoken to Allah directly like Musa alayhi salam, you know, I'd hear my mom's voice telling me like, hey, this is haram, don't do this. Like, you can't do this. You know, Allah will punish you every single time. You know, I would do something wrong in the house. My mom would be like, Allah bihazbuk, you know, Allah will punish you. <laughs> I'd hear that so many times and I hear that. And it makes me wonder like, you know, Allah, Allah truly does guide whom he was, even if like, you know, um, you know that saying where uh, it says, even if you turn away from Allah, Allah, Allah's still there with you. Yeah. Allah's still like, he's, he's close to you. Allah is, indeed Allah is near. It says that in the Quran. Indeed, Allah, the help of Allah is near. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can really feel that um, when, there, when there's a sense of Iman in your heart. But if you're just, if you're going to reject that, if you're going to reject that, you know, turning away from something in fear of Allah, then Allah will allow you to do that. And he will place a seal on your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, alhamdulillah. You know, I was the same way, right? You know, I had those same type of group of friends in the beginning of high school, right? Didn't exactly know who exactly were the best of people to hang around. And, you know, they would encourage me to do this. And like I said, if I wasn't the one, you know, smoking and drinking, I was the one doing something wrong. You know, they'd ridicule me for it. They'd be like, ah, oh, like, you know, oh, you're <laughs> you, scared, you scared of something. Like, no, matter of fact, look, just going back and thinking about it, dude, you are so weak minded. You fell for the peer pressure. I didn't. You're over here. You're, you're over here pressuring me. Do this, do that. And I'm still not falling for your peer pressure. Like, you know, but you, you fell into that. That's how you started. You know, other people are trying to tell, tell and you. And now you have a lifelong problem. And now you have a lifelong problem. Exactly. And now you have the health issues. Now you have the. But it's not impossible. Now, now you have a battle ahead of you that's going to like um, force you to, to stop eventually if you do end up stopping. But like, I remember when I first got to high school, they asked me if I, if I had ever done it, like ever smoked weed. And I was like, nah. They were like, do you want to? I was like, nah. And they were like, good, don't. Because once you get on it, you can't get off it. And I was like, like that stuck with me. Like, I, I still remember that to this day. The same, the, the exact conversation. I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly the situation, all that. Because I remember, like, I was like, then why would people do it if they know they can't stop? Like, <laughs> exactly. like that was, uh, that and question just goes has been back, radiating in my head forever. And it just goes back to like, mankind is healing. Mankind is always going to go to the apple tree. No matter what. You look through, all throughout history, mankind is going to go to the apple tree. Even people, if you're told not to go, you, they still go. Even if you're told not to go, like, bro, if you, if you pointed at a fire and told a hundred people not to go into that fire, it's going to harm you. People will still go into that yeah, fire. Exactly. Or don't look at it. They'll go and look They'll at it. They'll go and look at it. Why? Well, well, because the curiosity, but the, the look, heedlessness, look, the in, ignorance, you're, the, you're, these traits are what... You ever heard the complete apparent. opposite? Like, like uh, for instance, I was scrolling on TikTok. And they were like, when you're washing dishes, but then all of a sudden your parents tell you to wash the dishes, now you don't want to do it anymore. See how it's the complete opposite? You know, That's you tell, you yeah, you tell people not to do something, they'll go and do it. You tell people to do something, they don't want to do it. Because people are arrogant, man. They, they don't like to be told what to do. That's why a lot of people will, re will reject the faith, man. But like, look, um, for people, like as, for Muslims... Who have struggled with something like drugs or alcohol or sin uh, of that sort, you know, have struggled with something like that. One piece of advice I can give you is that yes, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, He's He's the most merciful, He's the most forgiving, the most gracious, right? But He's He's the most forgiving to the one who seeks forgiveness. You can't just say, yeah, Allah's the most forgiving, so you know I can seek forgiveness later on. Allah knows exactly what's in your heart. If you think like, oh, you can get away with this right now, and then like before you die or something, you could say, oh yeah, I'm gonna seek forgiveness because 
look at that it, what's in your heart you're saying okay you know i'm good for right now because you know nothing nothing's harming me right now but if you don't if you know like you do something haram and you don't actively seek to like find you know repentance for that then allah will punish you people have asked me is there a punishment in this life and i'll say yeah but at the same time if you're if you're someone who truly believes in allah in the last day then you will look at that punishment as a as a sign and a test for you to be like okay maybe i did something wrong but this is allah showing me okay you know, either stop what you're doing or this is a test of Allah, removing the sins that I got for doing that wrong. And he's giving me good deeds now. He's replacing them. Yeah. You have to look at it like that. You can't just say, oh, I'm getting punished right now. Because this punishment, anything you go through in this life, it's, n it's nothing compared to what can happen in the grave and definitely nothing compared to what can happen in the, in the hellfire. Mm -hmm. So you have, to, you have to turn to Allah even more in these times because this is where you need Allah the most. You know, Allah's not going to answer you if you're in, if you're in the hellfire. What you going to do? What you going to do in the grave? What you going to do? You're dead. You're done. You're done. The only deeds that will follow you to yeah. the grave are the great are the ones that when people pray for you or people as uh, long, or your your wealth is like giving back to the people after yeah, you're gone. Charity. That type of stuff. As long as you're living and sentient, like your test your test is still going. Anyone who's living, if you're living, you're tested. But that's the beauty of it. If you're living, Allah, like hope is literally hope is to the sky right now. You yeah. have so much hope. You have so much potential. Your potential is beyond the sky. This this is for every anyone and any. This applies to anything as well. Bro, if you're still living, if you still have the capability to, like, right your wrongs, your potential reaches the sky. Yeah. And I, I truly believe that anyone can change. Anybody, truly, 100%. 100%, 100%. We change. Like, like, look, we've evolved. Look, look we've at the Sahaba before they came to Islam. Yes. You know, one of the worst of people. But and once they came to Islam, I mean, that's the whole point of Islam, to make to shape you betterment, into a better betterment of The betterment of people. And this is why things are a sin, and this is why things are uh, are allowed. And mm -hmm. why some th things are, are, are mandatory, like your prayer. You know, mm -hmm. Allah doesn't want you to be far away from him. Allah, uh, yes. Allah loves these things the most that he's going to make them require a, a requirement. You know, I'm not going to let this, uh, my slaves stray away from me. You know, I'm going to keep them, I'm going to keep them close to me. This is, this is, this is why, you know, mm -hmm. these types of things are, are, are regulated. What, what does God tell us in the Quran? He says, remember God a lot so that you can be successful. What does he also tell us? Your salah is mandatory upon you. You have to do it five times a day. Remember exactly. him a lot and you'll be successful. He's literally telling us how to be successful. And he's telling us on what to do to be successful. Yeah. And he's making an obligatory, he's making a success obligatory on us. <laughs> the, exactly. the, the yeah, because. Because success is seen in different ways. Obviously, today, their success is only seen in look, one look, way. Look, if you have fame, yeah. if you have status, if look, you have wealth. The, well, I'm about to talk about that. Success by, by the, man of, the man of today or the woman of today is seen by status. Status alone. And what they would do to gain that status really reduces their status. Eventually, look, you'll work like a dog, day and night, like a donkey. You work in the sweatshops just to make a whole bunch of money, just to make money. And now you say, oh, I have all this money, now I got the status. No. Really, you're you're still a donkey. You just got a whole bunch of money now. If you <laughs> you reduce your status, you've reduced your status, and thinking you've increased your status. You thought you did good for you, but really you took away from you. You made yourself literally. You've made yourself a slave. This right. is what a lot of people do today. Uh, the value comes from who you are and what you bring to the table as a human being, not from what you do for another person. Slaving away, slaving away, slaving away, slaving away, thinking you're increasing your status, you're not increasing your status. This not is what Islam teaches us. Well, like that's like the same thing. That, like the things that are becoming prevalent today that the people are talking about, like the business industries and all this well lie you see it in true in islam islam gave it to us 1400 years ago at the time of adam he already gave it to us allah SWT already gave More it to us 1400 years ago but look going going back to you know what people do for the the money and the status going back look look how many girls create only fans nowadays talking about some yeah girl you did that or yeah you know i'm doing my own thing now you think I don't you need increase, a man. yeah you think you increase your status no you've reduced it to the lowest of like the you lowest just, you just, and you can't see it you're blind to it. you're ignorant to it. you're heedless to it 
It's wallahi, it's what he said. Yeah, because so many people, like, they, they chase the, the, um, their status, their money, or, like, their wealth and power. You know, everyone wants power. They want a legacy. They want something to leave behind and say, oh, yeah, I remember this person for this matter, that type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And not even that. They just the want day, to be remembered, they, not from what look, they look, did. Look, yeah, but back in the day, like history, uh, like the time of the Sahaba and the prophets, what do you remember most about them? You're not remembering the money they made or um, mm-hmm. the things that they did. You're remembering them. Their, the character. Like, like, yeah, the Prophet Ali Sallallahu you remember him for his character, for the things he did, the examples he set for mankind. You know, he's known as the most influential man to walk yes. the planet. The, the it's poor, not known. Look, look, yeah. Ali, the Prophet Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he was poor. He was poor. He was. He was, a, he was a shepherd. He was a humble servant. He was a humble servant of Allah. And his character was the most richest character in the dunya. And he became the most influential man to ever walk the planet. He, was, he wasn't the richest man. man who, who was the richest and person? The, Mansa Musa? The best of creation. He, he was the richest man to walk the planet. But he's not as influential as Prophet Muhammad alayhi salatu wasalam. Because his wealth left behind the moment he entered the grave. Yeah, his wealth is left behind. and His wealth has not and, availed him. Yeah, exactly. You're, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you your wealth nor your children will avail you on that day, on the day of judgment. Mm-hmm. Like what? Um, You can leave behind wealth, you know, give it to Terry and whatnot. But yes. at the end of the day, if you've made a billion dollars and unless you leave it all to your family, you leave it all for good purposes, you, then what is good it going to do for you? It hasn't done anything for yeah, you. Yeah, it hasn't done anything for that you. Wealth you spent was, your whole life, right. your whole life dedicating yourself to making so much money just for you to not even be able to use it the way you wanted to use it. Mm-hmm. And even, even if you, you do leave it to charity, you have no idea what happens after you die, though. You don't have no idea if the people you say, oh, yeah, I want this to go to this charity and this charity. You don't have no idea if they're going to actually do that. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what happens people after be, you die. People are going to be fighting over your money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People will fight over your money. Like... Uh, um, like and, and people even sin to, to get to these exactly to like, you know like they'll cut just, ties with their family members they'll cut ties with their family members over, with their over family money members. over, over money. a twenty dollar bill over like it's not that serious over a man made thing well like it's crazy like because they're donkeys they don't know they don't but understand you, you're not gonna you're not gonna see two family members uh fighting over who, who prayed today like no <laughs> it, it doesn't exist <laughs> you know like another thing um this is this is like the bulk of our episode right now one thing we've received so many questions about right mm-hmm. People ask us, is music haram or why is music haram or Islam doesn't say music is haram in the Quran and this type of stuff. People want to know what the reason uh, for like the consensus of scholars saying that music is haram for. Look, listen, think logically, right? The music you listen to, the artists you listen to today, the industry, you know what the industry is promoting Mm -hmm. today. Any the, the words that they speak about, just think logically, the words that they're saying, the actions that they are doing. Does this fit with Allah, uh, the Quran and the Sunnah? Like, really? Like, mm-hmm. this, the, the things that they're pushing out, the things that they are saying, does it really align with Allah this and is His just, Messenger? This is just no, the logical basis. That's just, that's just scratching the surface. Not to mention the things that go into building the industry, the, mm-hmm. the, the way the industry controls society, the way the industry c- mm-hmm. controls people. Yes. Bro, if you, if you look at someone and you ask them what type of music they listen to, it's a clear reflection of their personality. It's as if the music is controlling them. Well, I've seen that in society, society today. I don't know if you guys know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I know no, exactly no. what you look, mean. Look, you know, I, I literally just joined uh, a community for my for my university and they said post your spotify wrapped because the per, uh, the type of person you are is reflected by the music you listen to i was like what the heck that's <laughs> <laughs> no, actually crazy that you say that and you know my take on this because i've actually done research on this because i wanted to make sure you know i came with the right knowledge for the fact that music is haram and someone asked us in our tiktok live he was like he's like why is music haram so you said and um you said a verse that says end of mankind um and of mankind is those who purchase idle talks. Idle and they talk, were like, yes. and I've seen people who say, oh, idle talks doesn't mean music. But if you look at tafsir, if you look at people, uh, scholars who have actually mm-hmm. brought uh, brought the consensus, 
of what that verse could be talking about, yeah. they've said, yes, it means singing and it means music. Yeah. It means the playing of the drums and that type and of stuff. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, he said that he's a noble scholar in Islam. Ibn Abbas, rahimahullah, uh, uh, he said that as well. Uh, Ibn Kathir said that in his tafsir al-Quran. These are three noble scholars who have said that. Even so, the Rasul, alayhi salatu wasalam, he forbid, forbade a musical instrument. Yeah, he said, he, um, there was a hadith, uh, it says... Um, there will come a time upon my ummah when they will make music lawful. When they will make fornication lawful, when they will make the wearing of silk for men lawful, and when they will make the sale of musical instruments lawful. And I was like, and see, how can you say? And people underestimate what music, like, oh, I'm just listening to music. No, musical music is musical instruments like this law is not just in music. Bro, think about how many movies, TV shows you hear in the track, you hear the the noise, you hear the violin playing. Well, I was just looking into this. Like, think about in in it plays into your emotion. Yes, in yeah. movies, bro. If you watch a scary movie without any musical track, it's not going to be scary exactly. because there's nothing. Well, like, they're, they're, they're controlling you. You, you, watch, you watch you watch someone dying in a in a TV show or a movie. They, all of a sudden, they start playing the sad music. They start right? playing and the song. People and are like, that, that music hit deep. Yeah, and it tunes, in, deep. it tunes into your like yeah, music does, is does. played into everything in ads in like it's exactly. like a it's a business. They're making money off of the masses. Because like, it releases, it releases something. This, in your heart. Like, like so it changes you, your mood. Listen, listen, if you list, if you like, you said scary uh, movies, right? Mm -hmm. So you know how they play like the, they play like the, 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 it starts no, no, slow no, no, no. and then like, it builds up, it builds up, it builds up. Yeah, right yeah. before they do a jump scare, because it, it intensifies. It's gonna start. Yeah, it's gonna start. Like the suspense is increasing your heart rate because you know mm -hmm. something's about to happen, but you don't know what. Mm -hmm. But so that's how they. And it's just because of the music, like. Like me, me for example, like in the past, right? Like when I would experience this, it's like you know, it's like mindless. Like you don't, you don't really think about the music. Mm -hmm. You just start to feel it. Yes. You know? Like, and it's like, all right, now now the, this begs the question: Why is it forbidden in Islam? Well, because it draws you away from the remembrance of God. Look, think about all I the heard, places that music is also I, played I in. In the clubs, in, in the, the clubs, in the marketplace, in the marketplace, in bro, this is where music is just played. Just think about this. I heard something that said the Quran and and music cannot be played in the same heart. Impossible. Yeah, how, can, life's how, can, yeah. how can you go and listen to music and then all of a sudden go go listen to the Quran? It's going to be talking about two completely different now, things. Now, I know music music is an increasing problem like in society today, but like we're not telling you instantly quit because, because, because it's forbidden, but you should gradually decrease the amount of music you listen to. And inshallah, and inshallah we, one day inshallah you'll, we you'll all be replace, free uh, we'll replace it with the Quran. Quran. Now, listen, listen. The reason why the argument can be made that music is also haram is like, look, look at it like this. Or at least the reason why you shouldn't listen to music and you should probably replace it with something like nasheeds or Quran, right? The reason being is because when you look at music, music is is it's a melody, right? You know, there's mm -hmm. a flow, there's you know, there's lyrics, and the beat goes with uh, the flow of the music, right? Mm -hmm. Quran is there's a flow to the Quran. You know, there's a way that the Quran should be read. There's a mm -hmm. way like you, you know, you're supposed to elongate some words. You're supposed to not yeah, elongate some melody. words, right? Everybody has a different way of t uh, reading Quran with tajweed, right? But there is a certain way, right? So when you do that, you know, that's the, that's the easy way to, like, memorize the Qur'an. Mm -hmm. But when you do that with music, how, that can distract you when you're praying. Because when you're praying, especially if you're praying a silent prayer, a prayer where you're not supposed to be reciting, mm -hmm. like, strictly out loud, then, you know, a song can creep in your mind and start, like, in, and mm -hmm. start playing in your mind. And that can take you away from um, your remembrance of Allah while you're speaking to Him in prayer, right? And another thing is... Like yeah, for, for Muslims who have told me, oh, I don't think music, I think, like, okay, I understand it may be haram, but um, I think this and this. And I'm like, bro, there's no justification for something like this. Look, listen, we, we all we all hear the thing like, you know, science says that music, music actually Increases helps with depression and, stuff and like this that. and that. They're like, okay, what, these things might be true, but 
the bad still outweighs the good. Yes. At the end of the day, that music is still controlling you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that music is going to make you want to do like, something. I saw this one TikTok. I was just scrolling through TikTok earlier. You know, some we all have that one song. When that thing starts playing, we all turn into a menace. Like, like what? You, you see exactly. What, <laughs> these things yeah. are just going right over people's some people, heads. Like, and it's like, yeah, it is going right over their head. Some people, they, they say that they need music to, to focus. You need music to focus. Like, yeah, like, like you can't on, focus without that's music. Like when I was in high school, people were, were talking about, yeah, when I get high, I work better. <laughs> like, like dude like okay like, sense, no 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 like like yeah okay it's scientifically proven and then again the bad outweighs the good it is still hot on at the end of the day you know whatever your science says at the end of the day you know science has went against islam so many times and then later Listen, later on islam has proved it wrong one mm-hmm. thing one thing for if you're a muslim and you want to justify anything that could be that may be a sin or uh or you're not sure about take it like this if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told me something that could like increase my life rate for a hundred years, if he told me it was haram, I wouldn't do it because I trust in Allah. Mm-hmm. If Allah prescribed something as haram or the, uh, the Prophet told you not to do something in, in uh, the sunnah, then why would you do it? You're supposed to trust them fully. Exactly. For example, right? Like we, we go to the doctor, right? We, they they pro- prescribe us some medicine, right? Who, who who wants to really take medicine? Nobody wants to take medicine, but you know it's gonna be better for you. Yeah, you have to do see, it. Yeah. So the same you can way, trust the doctor, Allah, but you can Allah, trust God. Allah, Allah and His Messenger, they know what's better for you. Allah created you. You know, Allah knows you better than you know yourself, right? Allah's mm-hmm. gonna tell you certain things are haram. Okay, fine, stay away from it, no matter how hard it is, right? You, you need to do your best too, because look, the, like, like you, like you, you can't just say previously. stay away from it. You have to struggle. You have to struggle. Like obviously, like it's better easier said than done. Right, of course, everyone right. is a sinner, but like. Yes. Must struggle in the way of God, like that's what, that's but, the only way it's gonna. But help the you. thing is, right? Remember what what we said. You you doing a sin doesn't affect Allah in in the least way, right? You know when you do a sin, it affects you, right? And what is the hadith on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? He sense. talks about how every time you do a sin, you get a black dot on your heart, and people get to the point where there's so many black darts that black dots on their heart that their whole heart becomes black. And then what happens when the heart is black? It becomes dead, right? Mm-hmm. You put good in front of him, he's not going to know, uh, he's, he's going to think it's bad. And you put bad in front of him, he's going to think he's good. He's not even going to be able to, to tell the difference, the difference right? Yeah. And you, you see, that's what's happening with society today. You're doing something good, people are going to ridicule you. You're doing something bad, people are going to praise you for it, right? And going back to all the things that we talked about before, the things people do for status, the things people do for wealth, the things people know is harmful harmful for themselves and society, and yet they still they still go ahead and do it, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they have no guidance, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Look, yeah, and if you're, uh, if you're a Muslim, right, and you are uneducated about this topic, you don't know that, you didn't know that music is haram, let me tell you something. If you look at the story of Prophet Shaykh, alayhi salam, he... That was where music was first introduced. Uh, uh, Shaytan went and taught those people um, uh, musical instruments. He showed them musical instruments the and they started playing music. Yeah. You should go read upon that story. And also, you have to look at it like this. You know, you um, as someone who struggled with listening to music in the past, you know, I didn't memorize as much Quran as I do now because I've stopped listening to music now. I've, listen, I've stopped listening to music for a long time. And I memorized way more Quran, but before I couldn't because I was remember I, I had so many songs in my head that I knew how to memorize, like that I had memorized because I listened to them to them so much. But if you also look at it, you know how songs get outplayed because you play them so much in your head? Mm-hmm. You can listen to Quran for the rest of your life and you won't get tired of it. And the thing yeah, is, every time I open up the Quran and I read something, subhanAllah, I learn something new. Every yeah. single Every time, single time. It, it is truly beneficial. Other than music, it's just wasted time. Like you're wasting like your eardrums. Like no, imagine going out in public with your headphones. Like bro, you could easily get murk right now. Like look, matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> dude, going, going. Like matter of fact, something Andrew Tay has said before. He's like, like 
for example, with, with the music industry is promoting, like for example, Lil Nas X dress, dressing up as uh, dressing up as the devil and having sex with it. That is degenerate. I don't care what you say. Like, that is degenerate. That's, that's, this is complete degeneracy, and, and people are well, praising him for it. And people mm-hmm. who sing people who sing uh, songs about kufr, you know, people who sing sing about like false gods and this type of stuff. And then and then also the fact that there are people who mention uh, Islam and Allah in their songs, like that's haram. You're not supposed to sing about. But hold Allah. on, hold on. The thing is though, right? The music industry is controlling those artists. They, they these artists have a have a mass influence on the people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the industry is going to tell the, these artists what to say, what to do, how to dress, because they want to influence yes. the masses. No matter how right? outrageous, they want to control the people. They want to they want to they want to make money. But when you're a Muslim, you said the kalima la ilaha illallah. None is worthy of worship except Allah. These music industries, I promise you, will never will never control you, right? Mm-hmm. You know that Allah is above all of that. You're gonna you're gonna fear Allah. You're not gonna fear what the music industry is gonna do to you. You're not gonna fear what the people are gonna do to you, right? Because yeah. all you're well, conscious of Allah all the time, right? Instead of turning to music, yes. you turn to the Quran. Eh. When instead of turning to your next door neighbor about something, you know you're gonna, you're gonna go ahead and pray about. And it. when you're listening to music, it takes you away from the remembrance of Allah. You can't attack your land anymore. You can't yeah. remember God anymore. Why? Because you're listening to music. You're, li- you're in la la land. You think it's making you better. Cause why? Because you feel that you feel the dopamine rushing in. It gives you a mood change. You're feeling better now. You're feeling productive. You're not productive. You're only taking away from yourself. Well, the s- success comes through the remembrance of a God, but now you're not remembering God. So where's the success? It's nowhere. It's gone. You're well, <laughs> look, look, look at what music does to you. Look at artists like like Cardi B, Nicki, Nicki Minaj, Megan The Stallion. Look what they do to women they they say like shaking your body and getting half naked is you know is empowerment and then you got rappers uh dudes who talk about you know gun murder gun violence uh, <laughs> murder uh, being being from the hood you know being a dog that type of stuff being someone who you don't mess with you know i carry a gun on you that type of stuff and you know that takes you away from allah because they they want to be like that person they don't want to say oh i want to be like i want to you know follow the way be around like true Ali role models yeah. you know i want to follow Ali the way of the prophet you know i want to follow the um the quran you know the the words of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they want to follow the words of another man a man who just you know makes music on a top man of like beat. you look, anybody could do that look wallahi you know you know what's interesting right you know the like you know the joke about the kid who's from the suburbs but acts hood yeah, yeah. think about what type of liz- music he listens to you know i know exactly what his playlist looks like oh yeah like a young boy yeah you know exactly <laughs> what his playlist like, look, looks like uh, some, something even a rapper said little dirk he said the hood excite, excites nobody except from the people who are not uh who are not from it but yet again, how did they how did they even get to this idea, right? They started listening to this type of music, yes, they right? Looking, this type of music talks about how they, how they came from the slums, how they, they li- came from the trenches, right? And oh yeah, like you know, I'm big. Why? Dog because now. they take they take those artists as their role models, and you could you could even like this is a stretch, but you could even call that shit. It bro, could be minor shit, yeah, yeah, You yeah. you see the way people line up in lines, they buy t- they spend their money, they buy tickets, they go to they, mosh pits, they go to mosh pits, they just just to people. see this, just to see these people. They're screaming, they're hurting other people just to just for this one person. Bro, this he's just a man. He's not doing. He's not giving you water, food. He's not giving you money. The, the he's not giving he's not you the one your, who created. Yeah, he's wait, not the wait, one who's giving listen, you help. But you can't get five, like, what five seconds exact, of your career. What, is, what, five what have these rappers have, have done to you for your life? Have they given you food, air, a place to sleep, all these other things? No, they haven't. But yet you'll go and disrespect your parents like it's nothing, right? Now look, look, look. These, these <laughs> people, just like look, just like he said, just like he said, you know, people, will, they're so quick to, you know, buy these people's songs or go to these people's shows and spend their money, you know, go out of their way to do this. But they can't thank the one who created them for free, who gave you life for free, who gave you the ability to breathe Imagine for free, if we had the ability to see for free. You know, you can walk, you can go anywhere you want. Imagine we had to pay free. for these things. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine there was a monthly <laughs> subscription on this. <laughs> Dude, you would not be able to live. I'm sorry, you will never be able to pay that off, no matter what you do. Imagine, imagine spending hours sweating, nearly dying, 
have you in seen? a mosh pit to see an artist and that you can't even notice you and Go. that won't even notice you and you can't spend five minutes to your creator who's always watching who's Go. always watching Go. every move remember remember the, there could be a meteor that's about to strike earth but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he, he moves a meteor and like you wouldn't you'll never even know going going back to the mosh pits and you know the artists or whatever have you ever seen in the concert right what people will do like let's say when the artist throws a shoe or his shirt yeah, them, they will crazy. jump on yeah. each other they go crazy for that like you see some guy on the all the way on the other side jump straight to the middle yeah. like, like trying to like trying to get their hands and people, on people they can't see they're heedless they're ignorant like like when i look at that i'm like bro well, look people, not even just people that. are crazy you, like, you, you is, get his shirt what is that gonna do for you what you gonna smell it, it? literally <laughs> like what? look you gonna keep for, it as a gift is it gonna keep you alive for 10 <laughs> you know another 10 years look for muslims it's it's a hard pill to swallow when you tell them that music is haram, especially as someone who, you know, like we've all we've all been there, we've all heard music before. You know, as someone who knows the toll it can take on you, the way it can like bring you away from Allah, even if even if you're someone who prays five times a day and you know you you listen to Quran here and there, you could spend those those minutes that you're listening to music to listen to Quran or even listen to nasheeds. Nasheeds are, you know, they're just vocals most of the time. You know, there, there's no musical the instruments in the background. So and mo a lot of nasheeds, they call to Allah too. You know, they um like you, you guys have heard those nasees. There are yeah. nasees that you know they call to Allah, or mm -hmm. you know they send salawat on the Prophet and that type of stuff. You know those aren't bad. You know, I'd, you, like, we, I'd rather you that you, than you'd music. rather listen to that. Like if you're some, because I've known people who say, "Oh, I, I don't listen to music in the gym." Okay, you could spend that hour, whatever, how long you're in there listening to to nasees. Mm -hmm. Dude, you know, you, when you listen to Quran, you have to you have to focus on the Quran. You know, it's hard to focus when you're in the gym. Mm -hmm. and I you understand can listen that. to the Quran yeah. while you're working you can, out, but it, just imagine you can the benefits of both worlds. Exactly. Yeah. Because just listening to the <clears> words of the Quran that gives you reward if you recite the word you get reward what does it say if you when when you recite one word of the quran it's like you ten. recited 10 words right yeah. yeah and um you know like like i said for the muslims who, do, who didn't know that music was haram you know it's a hard pill to swallow but you know the scholars wouldn't have said that this is something that you should stay away from if it wasn't something that you should stay away from Obviously, if it just because it doesn't strictly say, yeah, music is haram in the Quran. Just think about it like this. Do you think if the Rasul alayhi salatu was alive today, you think he would have headphones in his ear and he would be listening to music? No, no. he'd be reciting yes. Quran. And and he'd this is your brain, your brain instinctively knows mm -hmm. this. Yeah, like you'd be reciting Quran, you'd be reciting tasbih, tahmeed, takbir, like do do something, you know, remember Allah. Do something, you, the more like, you remember Allah, the more reward you get. The more Allah will remember you. When you turn to Allah, Allah will turn to you. He will help you. This, this is just like more, like think about it logically. What is more beneficial? It's like, what is more beneficial exactly. for you? Or, and the other thing is, right, when, you, when you're into music, either you're so into the music, you forget Allah, or you're, you're remembering Allah so much that you, you don't even want to listen to this music. You know, you, yeah. you, you pick a struggle, you know, right? Like, <laughs> like, either you worship the devil or you worship Allah. Like, there is no in-between. What is there in-between, right? If anything that's not from Allah is from the shaitan. Yeah, like, I just, I just, like, I don't get it because I try to explain I mean, it to people. Like, yeah, music is haram. And then they want to ask me questions. And I'm like, oh, Look at your favorite artist. You know, they they're not someone who it's clear. You should, like you should not be looking up to these types of people and you know, preaching their music because just like video games can have an effect on like the type of person you are, like the the mood that you're in, same thing can happen with music. You know, it can influence the type of person you are. Because if you idolize someone like NBA Youngboy, then you're gonna want to be like him. You're gonna be uh you're gonna wanna be someone who's who's in in and out of trouble. You're gonna wanna be someone who holds a gun, like even if you don't need a gun. If you're living in the freaking White House, you're going to want to have a gun just because you listen to your <laughs> But yeah, like... SubhanAllah, Wallahi, it's crazy. You know, yeah. what, the, what, what the music industry does to people, what, you know, basically anything that's a, that's anything a, long that's a conversation. sin, anything that's a sin, right? Like, look, just imagine, right? You do so many sins and all of a sudden now you're committing shit. Your, your mind is gone, right? No, <laughs> but look, let's say, let's say music isn't a sin. Let's say at the end of the day, it's not a sin, right? 
is it not better for you to stop doing that, to get away from that influence that uh, music has on you, the hold that music has on you, and listen to Quran or, you know, remember Allah in times that when you're, you're listening to music, you can't? Because if you have music in your ear, how are you going to be saying, like, Allahu Akbar or something like that? No, you no. Have music not even, instruments not even, in your ear. Look, not even just that. Look, look, right. look, look, look. It's, it's crazy to me. Like, now, now I really don't get it. Because people can see a video of a man dressed up as the devil, twerking on the devil, and say, yo, this is fire. This is, this is what I want to listen to. This, yo, this is hard. Like, is what that person not, in the is, right state of mind person, would want to do Yes. That. Do you not, like, look at yourself? Not, like, exit out of your mind and look back at yourself and see how much of an idiot you are. And then that will really, like, maybe you'll wake up. Like, do you guys, you guys yeah. know what I'm saying, well, right? Look, the, the stopping to listening to music, it's gradual, right? You know, I it it took from listening to music with cuss words to not listening to music with cuss words to then not listening to music at all. Mm-hmm. It's it's a journey, just like we've said. Everything in Islam is a journey. Like it'll it'll start gradually, but you have to want to do it first. You have to say, all right, you know, I need to stop to listening to music. But you can't you can't be someone who says, oh, I, I need to stop doing this and then not do anything about it. Because I I know people who have those you know those late night thoughts. They'll be like, oh, I need to I need to start praying or I need to start doing this, and then they'll get up the next day and acting like nothing happened, and they'll they'll go about their 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 normal life. But you have to start doing it right when you say it. Once you do it, if you if you're gonna be someone who says, oh, I'll do I'll do this tomorrow, I'll keep I'll do this the next day. Or procrastination yes. is literally yes. one of the worst things. Yes, and you want to know what increases procrastination? Listen to music like things like masturbation and music that give you dopamine, give you these give you these rushes of dopamine. They decrease your ambition and they, take and they take lack energy it. from you. Yes, it takes energy from you. Why? Because it like it takes away your ambition. Because why? If you have infinite access to what makes you happy, like or infinite access to to a chemical that can make you happy, like weed or like like masturbation or music, then like what do you need to go out there and work hard for? If I can just stay happy here, if I can stay in my room and be a low life and not do anything yeah, for no, the world. Wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, another wait. thing, nothing that lasts long comes easy. Yes. Yeah, like what what you just said, it, it decrease like music increase uh, decreases your ambition. Like if you are someone who needs to listen, who relies on listening to music to you know get up and do something mm-hmm. like with your day or something, or if you say that's a lack oh, of ambition oh, for me to work out, I need to I should be listening to music or I need to listen to music. Then you're weak minded. You're weak willed. You have no like there's uh, your heart is weak. Like you, you have you no desire how, you have to no, actually get yeah, something done. Yeah, you have done. no desire to actually get something done unless you know there's something stimulating you. It's like a placebo effect. Yeah. You say oh I need to listen to music to do this right. Or to get strong, I have to ha- I have to have this t- type of thing. But in reality, it's all it's all within you. you it's think all within that, your own like, mind. It's all within your own heart. You have to take advantage for yourself. But the way, the best way to do that is for you to turn to Allah because Allah can o- help you overcome all things that you ask Him to help you with. You know, if it is better for you, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will give it to you. If it's not better for you, He will take it away from you. And you have to even ask for that. You have to say, Allah, if this is good for me, then provide it for me. Bring me close to it. If it'll bring me closer to Jannah, then like give it to me. But if it won't, then take it away from me, distance me from it. Like you have to be someone who says something like that. You know, when I made dua to, you know, uh, get away from people I don't want to be with, I would ask Allah, you know, if, if this is, if they are better for me and will help me reach Jannah, specifically help me reach Jannah, then bring me close to them. You know, bring them close to me. You know, let them be in my in my life. But if they won't distance me from them, even if they're my best friend, even if they're someone I've, I've known them my whole life, then take me away from them. I don't want to be near them because if it won't satisfy you, Allah, and for my uh, for the plan you have for me, then I don't want it. That's what you have to have. It's, it's the tawakkul in Allah, you know, the trust in Allah. But, you know, a, a lot of people, are they're, they're, they're still lacking in it. You know, it's, it's something hard to build on. It's just, it's just like we said, just a journey. It's a journey, like, upward. Yeah. You know, the mountain the mountain's not easy to get up to. Dude, the best part, like, is the practicality of, of Islam, right? Even if you were to take the spirituality part out of it, Islam is so practical. 
You know, anything that it says is a sin, don't do it, and you're, you're, you'll see improvement in yeah. your life. It's and like, you start doing things that are, that are required in Islam, you'll see improvement in your life, spiritually and physically. And if you think we're lying, go ahead and try it, and you'll <laughs> exactly. see improvement in your life. You think, yeah, anyone, you, you think anyone who left a last name worth remembering had to listen to music? Yeah. You, think, you think they had to drink alcohol? You think, you think they had to stimulate themselves and run away from the problems? That's all. That's the only like, stuff like, that you, you see think, today, think man. in your mind. Think in your mind. Mankind, you think anyone who made a, a last name that is remembered, that is revered, that is respected, one person was remembered. Like, the, just take the Prophet Ali Salatu Wasalam, the most influential man to walk the earth, that they needed to go hit a vape. Yeah, breathe air. <laughs> you think, yeah, they, real, you like. think they needed to go hit a vape and listen to the music? No, this is the practicality, practicality of Islam. SubhanAllah. And then... The last thing, this is the last one before we close out this video. People have said, oh yeah, Prophet Dawood, he mm-hmm. used to um, sing music. No, he, the, his, his book, the Zabur, yeah, he had a beautiful voice, but he only sung with no, with no musical instruments. Why would he use musical instruments if there's a prophet who was before him who like was tested with musical instruments? He didn't. Musical he, instruments you, that were sung to them by Shaitan. Here's the, fa- the fact of the matter is music, music. Musical instruments is what is haram. Yeah. Singing like, bro, you can like, bro, in the Quran, like, when we read Quran, we beautify our voices. Yeah. Like, like you can, li- we said, machines, you can listen to vocals only, but the musical the instruments, instrument. they, will t- they will take a hold on you. Because a lot of people, they said they've liked music just for the beats type of thing. Like, and it's like, and it's like we've beat. seen, we've seen the example of like, uh, we said the example of like how in movies, even in movies, you don't even hear like people singing, but you hear the, the music, yeah, yeah. You hear the music the playing. You feel it. You yeah. feel it. It it gives you suspension and intensifies your mood. Yeah, exactly. And it's like just take that as an example. And you know the, the other thing, right? The one who listens to music is not a kafir. The one who drinks alcohol is it not is. a kafir. The one the one who smokes weed every day is not a kafir. You know, the one who's really a kafir is the one who doesn't pray, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever you are doing, you know, I don't care if it's the worst of sins, don't abandon your salah. Yes. It, it doesn't Never. matter how much we like uh, tell you something is a sin. This is a sin. That's a sin. The one, the most important thing is your prayer. Why? Because the prayer averts you from evil and averts you from the bad things. Yeah. But with that being said, man, this is going to close out the ninth episode of Dean Tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. We hope y'all, you know, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, subscribe to the YouTube, you know, let us know if y'all like this episode, let us know. If there's something I want us to talk about, but uh, with that being said, you know, assalamu uh, alaikum warahmatullah. Alaikum assalam warahmatullah. You know, we're not scholars. You know, we're always students of knowledge. You know, open to correction. You know, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave a comment, reach out to us. We want to engage with you. We're willing to engage with you always. And yeah, assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah.